Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-stacked Louis Fox. That's right. I'm like someone who just did a whole bunch of roids and then did some powerlifting. Oh, like they're like they're s- stacked with muscles? Yeah, you reason? ever heard that? that? Bro, you're stacked. Yeah, stacked. Oh, I'm like a good... Is that, how, is, that, is that how it goes? I'm like a good breakfast at the IHOP. Yeah, there you go. Nice. Stacks. <laughs> so many stacks. I mean, I can't imagine. I can't even tell you the last time I went to an IHOP. It's got to be at least twenty years, man. Yeah, we drove by one and it was like brand new and that looked closed. We're like, hmm, this doesn't look right. Wait, so it was brand new and then it w- looked closed? Yeah, <laughs> which is that's the IHOP business model. <laughs> you got to look look closed. We're only open <laughs> from nine p.m. to three a.m. So eighteen year olds can uh, smoke here. We open well used restaurants. <laughs> The brand new, well-used restaurant. They're like a comfy shoe of breakfast joints. Yeah, they're like Goodwill. Like they, uh, you know, they get all the stuff from the closed-down IHOPs. <laughs> it's, it's all the hand-me-downs from Applebee's. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so, Louis, uh, we're recording this a couple days before you're headed out to on your big vacation, which is a bucket list item. But I just recently crossed off a bucket list going, item. Going on vacation is a bucket list item? <laughs> going to Austra- uh, New Zealand is. Uh, oh, gotcha. All right. But I recently crossed off probably a bigger bucket list item. I got me an Which ass squatch. I know. I saw that. I saw that. So if you don't know what an ass squatch is, essentially it's the butt of a deer uh, that's been cut off of a deer and been taxidermied, and then they essentially put googly eyes and a mouth on its ass this is the equivalent of when someone gets in a fire and they take the skin off their butt and use it to form their face skin graft yeah this is the uh, taxidermy version of that you literally have the the asshole of a deer on your wall with two googly eyes above it and you call it asquatch yes i do yeah it is a uh common uh funny gift that people get in the curiosities circle and uh you have one now I'm yeah really well, this is my jackalope oh is it yeah <laughs> well, well why couldn't you just have a jackalope because <laughs> you have jackalopes i need to find my own way oh yeah <laughs> i'm gonna get a jack uh, ass squatch tattoo <laughs> you should you should you know, and some uh, hunter will go, is that a deer's a-hole with googly eyes tattooed on you? I'm actually very proud of myself for not owning one of these because they come up pretty often. And uh, and I have resisted the urge. Well, I can't say I've had an urge, but uh, yeah, it's good. I mean, what did your wife think of the Asquatch? Not a fan. Uh, yeah. Is it going to be living at my house? That's why I never got it, because I figured you'd buy it, and then it'd just live at my house. It's trickle-down gaff taxidermy. It's Ronald Reagan's plan to fix the economy, I think. Where, uh, where are you hanging it? He's in the gotcha. corner surveying the uh, office. Yeah. Yeah. He's hard to see, like most Asquatches. And with my webcam, he's also blurry. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm uh, very happy for your new acquire, your, uh, your what is the word? 
your acquisition. Thank you. And, like like uh, I'm a formal fancy museum. We acquired yeah. the Lindbergh collection. I'm actually in, I uh, got a human skull from an auction, mm-hmm. and it was not a real human skull, but I paid a real human skull price, and uh, and so I sent it back, and they're like, "Well, we're going to get a second opinion." And I'm like, "I'm like, I am the second opinion." <laughs> you, yeah. <laughs> it was like a plastic one. Did you wind it up and the teeth went? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and but I got it from like Germany, so it's like quite quite an ordeal to uh, get uh, my money back. And I have not got my money back yet. So you'll never so. see that money back. I know. Um, that's what I'm sort of thinking. Yeah. But anyways, hey, let's get to the news stories, Louis. Let's do it. <laughs> Get to some weird news. This story comes from news.sky.com. That's a news source more reliable than a doghouse being infested by vegans. You don't think, uh, you know, some vegans might hold up in a cool little dog shanty? I know, and the dogs wouldn't know how to how to uh, evict them. They'd be like, I, I these people don't taste good. <laughs> uh, story goes, a vegan who failed to deal with mouse infestation and fed them instead is fined by court. I mean, it's. I guess you're feeding like a wild animal, and I don't think you're supposed to do that. Is that what it is? I mean, the wild animals in your house, I would think the landlord should have to pay the fine. That's true. I mean, we don't know if this person owns the house or not, though. A vegan who failed to deal with the mouse infestation at her home because of her ethical beliefs has been fined by a court. I mean, I kind of like that they're st- sticking up for their uh, belief in that. I'm, a, I'm down with that. Margaret Manzoni, 73, of St. Osith in Essex, considered the mice her pets and said they would not go to her neighbors because she looked after them. I guess, though, aren't vegans not supposed to have pets or is that just a, like a PETA thing? Uh, I don't know how that works. She's like, I have my, my mouse milk side hustle where I'm milking all of them, too. <laughs> have you had mouse milk? It's delicious. <laughs> it's, it's squeaky clean. I get it with my Americano every morning. (laughs) If we only have gerbil milk, nope. (laughs) Tendering District Council prosecuted the pensioner for a second time after she did not comply with a previous order made in April. Who's checking this? Yeah, I mean, it's a little... All right, well, I don't know. At a hearing in Colchester Magistrate's Court this month, Manzoni was told that while the court respected her beliefs as an ethical vegan, others saw mice as vermin, the council said. But then it's like, I see your court order as a legal binding order, but other people see it as BS. Yeah, I mean, that's a little weird, right? I mean, if she if this was a religious belief, I don't think they could could uh you know say anything right yeah i don't think so i mean this is the uk you know if jesus infests your house and you feed him a little cheese (laughs) give him a little wine some crackers (laughs) they can't get they're not gonna prosecute you jesus like you're feeding me out my own flesh and blood (laughs) should have killed that dude (laughs) the court said the impact of the infestation on neighbors meant inaction was not appropriate According to the authority, Manzoni admitted at the hearing on October 6th to charges of failing to comply with a notice under the Environmental Protection Act and a notice under the Prevention of Damage by Pest Act. I feel like the Environmental Protection Act would be protecting the mice more than it would. the. Yes. 
She was fined 1,500 pounds with the court awarding the council costs of 2,300 pounds and imposing a victim surcharge of 150 pounds. This, is, this is like crazy nickel and that we're going to give her charge of mileage now or sorry, kilometerage now. <laughs> the court heard that the council's environmental health team was called in by neighboring residents who were overrun by mice, causing property damage due to conditions at Menzoni's mid-terrace home, the council said. I think if you can afford a mid-terrace home, you can get them. You can put some mice traps in your walls and they'll keep them out. What the hell is a mid-terrace home? I don't know, but it sounds fancy. I feel like it's a, a house in the middle of two terraces. <laughs> yeah. You don't cut any neighbors. <laughs> Council staff made several visits and offered help before issuing notices, ordering Manzoni to stop feeding birds to clear the overgrown garden and call in pest control, the or- authority said. Wait, so they're or like, okay, here's what you got to do. You got to stop feeding the crows. You got to cut out the underbrush. Like... Like, I like my lawn and garden. Yeah, I don't... It's a little weird. Like, you know, have you had a mouse infestation at your house ever? No. Places you've lived? I've had a mouse infestation at... uh, I lived on, like, a nursery property in Olympia, and we had, like, a barn that was converted into an apartment. And we had a mouse infestation, and it was, like, crazy. We would put a trap out, and then a minute later, Smack! And then you'd like throw the mice, the mouse out. You put the trap back up and go smack. And we, we would kill like hundreds of mice within months. It was crazy. Hmm. And I also got charged $5,000. And <laughs> you were feeding them. You're making little, you're having <laughs> afternoon tea with the mice. While some building works were carried out by the council, food and shelter continued to be provided by Manzoni for the mice, leading to an overpowering smell, which, and which forced neighbors to move out. A spokesman for tendering council district court said i like how the neighbor of jeffrey Dahmer is probably like dude that's nothing yeah so this person she apparently she's feeding these mice and they're just hanging out at her house like they're just around but here she 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 should have taught him how to do a couple circus tricks like walk on the wire oh man and then you'd be like these are um working mice she could like sell calendars. Like, here's them playing cards. Yeah, here's here's, here's them here's them chewing up a court order. Here they're recreating the Sistine Chapel <laughs> ceiling. Is that George Washington crossing the Delaware? Exactly. Tendering District Council offered Manzoni alternative alternative accommodation, but she considered the mice her pets, said they would not go to her neighbors because she looked after them and refused to take action, stating it went against her ethical beliefs. This led to the first prosecutions, which despite continued regular visits by the environmental health team, nothing has changed, leaving the council no choice to prosecute again. They have another choice. It's to do nothing. Yeah, I mean, I guess if it's sort of interfering with other people, it's a problem. But I mean, it sounds like she lives in an apartment. But I feel like the real issue is the fact that the apartment has mice. Yeah. Not that someone is feeding the mice. It's like, uh, how are they getting in? Why is there so many? Why is the landlord not doing anything? That Yeah, that's the big thing. It's why is the landlord not doing anything? Unless she's the owner, I don't think she should be held accountable at all. No, they should be paying her and reimbursing for the mouse food. Yeah, exactly. For damages, like any mouse injuries, <laughs> any mouse bills, any stress that they have, some PTSD because uh, they went to the wrong house. <laughs> you have a mouse therapist in there. 
Yeah, she should get, be getting money. It's all about getting paid. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think this is ridiculous, and I think, uh, yeah, I think this is bullshit. Yep, I agree. What do you think? I think yeah? it's BS. Would you feed a mouse if it came in your house? We feed the squirrels outside. No, don't do. They're the worst, dude. dude. Squirrels are worse than mice are, man. <laughs> they're ales, and they're big. Squirrels are assholes, dude. <laughs> All right, well, I like it. Yep. Story part two. Story comes from NBCnews.com. That's a news source more reliable than a senior citizen being kidnapped. What? You don't think senior citizens can get kidnapped? No, because they're seniors, not kids. Oh my goodness. That is that is a stretch of a joke, Louie. <laughs> so what is a senior citizen getting kidnapped? What is that word? They're not, they're abducted. Oh, they're oh, gotcha. All right. That's, See, now it right. works. We, we are using, uh, so what happens when an alien uh, takes a old person? Uh, that's called experimentation. Gotcha. Okay. And what happens when an alien takes a child? That's kidnapping. It goes oh. back to kidnapping. Still, kidna- still kidnapping. <laughs> All right. So we're not sure if we've done this story before because we've done a similar story and but we couldn't find it in any of our archives, and so we're assuming that this is a separate story. Yeah, this may have been one of our straight to VHS releases. Yes, all right. So it goes Sherry Papini, who faked her own kidnapping in 2016, is sentenced to 18 months in prison. Which is crazy that it took six years to bring her to justice for kidnapping herself. Yeah, and it took six years to give her a year and a half. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And the messed up thing, too, is like this is the premise of like every, you know, overworked mom movie where it's like, I'm going to kidnap myself and go to the spa. Yeah, this is like Gone Girl, dude. <laughs> I don't know if I was going to Gone, Gone Girl. Girl. You've never seen Gone Girl? Probably not. Oh, man, that movie wrecked me, man. I was, dude, here's my, my movie business. We were trying to watch a scary movie to watch the other night, and I pitched uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That got shot down, and then I pitched Critters 2, and that got shot down. What about Tremors? Tremors is a good one. Is that the one about the guy with the shaky hand, or is that with Kevin Bacon? That's with Kevin Bacon. That's, that movie's not even scary. Yeah, that's a scary movie, man. No, it's not. Everyone All right, <laughs> show. Story goes, Sherry Papini, the California woman who, play, who pleaded guilty to faking her own kidnapping and lying about it to the FBI, was sentenced Monday to 18 months in prison. I bet all that is the lying to the FBI. It's not the kidnapping. You think so? Yeah. Prosecutors recommended last week that Papini be sentenced to eight months. Wow, that's... <laughs> Wait, so the prosecutors wanted less time than the, they, she actually got? The judge is like, look, my hands are tied, just like in a kidnapping. Oh, my goodness. It's not a kidnapping, apparently, <laughs> due to our specialist at the top of our story. You're you're misusing your own argument. <laughs> a lesser sentence, such as the one month of imprisonment recommended by probation or home detention in lieu of incarceration, is not sufficient to achieve the purposes of sentencing. Prosecutors wrote in a sentencing memorandum filed 
September 12th in U.S. District Court for of Eastern California. <laughs> also <recommended laughs> located, located on a 9th Street across from the In-N-Out, which has no wait, wait, wait right now. <laughs> <laughs> they also recommended three years of supervised release after she serves her time in prison. Wow, so 21 months. U.S. District Judge William Shubb agreed, giving Papini prison time along with 36 months of supervised release. She was ordered to surrender by November 8th and to pay $309,000 in restitution for losses incurred by the California Victim Compensation Board, the Social Security Administration, the Shasta County Sheriff's Office, and the FBI. Now, I don't know. I don't know. They don't. I don't think they go too much into like how she faked it, but like. Unless she's sending out, like, ransom notes, it's on them. She's like, I never asked you to come looking for me. And I also, just trashed my apartment and then left. <laughs> and then it's, uh, she only has to pay $309,000 in restitution to four different government bodies. The California Victim Compensation Board, the Social Security Administration, the Shasta County Sheriff's Office, and the FBI. I mean, that's not that much money if you think about it for four <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) but right. You do this enough, and that's gonna bankrupt the uh, social security. That's like eighty thousand dollars. You know, it's like yeah, that's much. That's really like one person on each thing, right? Shub said he considered the seriousness of the offense and the sheer number of people who were impacted when he decided on Papini's sentence. They included law enforcement officers who searched for her, the community that believed her for four years, those who lived in fear because of her fake story of being adopted by two Hispanic women, and the Latino community that was falsely viewed with suspicion. Okay, so she didn't have a story. She did lie about it, in which case, okay. Yeah. The nation is watching, Shub said. They need to be sent the right message. We have to make sure crime doesn't pay. Yeah, Wait, I don't know what? how much crime... Like, how... How did she try and make money on this? Unless she went to the victim compensation board and was like, look, I've been kidnapped. I was kidnapped and now I can't work. So you guys got to help me out with some 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 work. You can't just go somewhere and be like, hey, by the way, I was kidnapped a couple weeks ago. I got out. Can I get some money? <laughs> I don't know how it works. It sounds like that's kind of what happened. No. There's so many questions. Who kidnapped you? How did it happen? Where did it happen? How did you get out? How long were you kidnapped for? I can answer all of those. Two Hispanic and, women. I was held in the Latino community. and <laughs> I was held in the Latino community. <laughs> Center. <laughs> Following sentencing, Papini's attorney, William Portonova, said the sentence was fair. He said before sentencing that his client was a changed person. Whatever happened five years ago, that's a different Sherry Papini than the person you see here today. I don't want the attorney that's like, oh, you got triple the time the prosecutor asked for. That was fair. (laughs) I don't want that guy defending me. No, you don't want that guy. You want the guy to say, that is too much. That is so ridiculous. You You gotta have your back of your client, man. Yeah. See, this is disproportionate to the crime. All she did is fake her own kidnapping, have four different government agencies searching for her, ruined the psyche of a com- complete community. And, uh, I mean, come on. Yeah. Really? Is there, was there any harm done? <laughs> no one really got hurt. Papini left the courthouse Monday without commenting. Papini pleaded pleaded. Papini pleaded guilty in April to two counts of a 35-count indictment admitting to mail fraud and lying to law enforcement officer. It's the mail fraud that gets you. That's how they got Capone was mail fraud. 
they get everybody on mail fraud, man. That's how they got that uh, the chick who was doing the uh, blood scheme, the blood scheming bio company. Oh yeah, it was mail fraud. They got all these people on mail fraud. That's the that's one of the easy ones to get people on. You're like, did you cheat on your your old lady and then send a letter to someone else saying you weren't mail fraud? Yeah, that's how they just got the uh, the CEO of the Tesla knockoff. <laughs> Right, the guy who's like, we we got a truck that's like run, electric truck that runs on hydrogen or something. Like it would that. run on electricity. Yeah, no, but it was like it the the like the water. Oh yeah, you could drink the water that it ran on, <laughs> and uh, and they just got him on mail fraud too. Yeah, that's that's the real the, the real that's the real hero, the mailman. Yeah, right. <laughs> what do you think, Louis? I mean, I'm glad she kind of got what she was coming to, and I'm glad it was more than just her ducking out for six years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that uh, we have a serious issue with our archiving system because we both know that we did this story, but we can't find it on, on our, in our archives at all. That's the real crime. Is there's an episode out there. She's done this to us before. She's done. We need to get on the victim compensation board. Exactly. We're victims of Sherry Panini. <laughs> I like it. Yep. That's it for today, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. Where can the fine people see Louie Fox this week? This week, you can check me out. I will be in Laughlin, Nevada, hanging out. If you want to do some, play some craps, hit me up. Craps or smoke some crack. That's what that's with Laughlin. Welcome to Laughlin. <laughs> yep. Where can they catch you this week? Uh, nothing, man. I'm hanging out for uh, for the next few months, so uh, I'm just going to be hanging out. I'm going to a concert with my brother-in-law, getting the baby checked up a couple times, and uh, we're just inching closer to popping that baby out of Erica. Nice, nice. She's probably ready. Yeah, she is. <laughs> She's like, yeah, what did I do? Like, yeah, so just uh, palling around the uh, the old farm here and uh, being a farmer. Nice. Nice. be a baby daddy farmer here pretty soon. <laughs> be growing babies. <laughs> Folks, if uh, you want to contribute to our Patreon, you can do so by clicking on the Patreon link on our website. Which is autonopbeat.com. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry about that. (laughs) For a little few bucks a month, Matt can send you some of the babies he farms. Yes, absolutely. It's a baby farm. (laughs) No, you don't want that. Are you going to rename the Moon Rabbit Ranch to a baby farm? (laughs) Baby farm industries. Yeah. Do you know how many, like, QAnon people will be outside, like, He's growing the pig people in there. Yeah, yeah. He's feeding the Dems. <laughs> the Dems buffet. He's making um, Hillary salad. <laughs> if you find any news stories that you uh, came across that you enjoyed, you, you want us to discuss, you can send it at info at Of course, give us a five-star review. Like us on the Instagram, the Facebook, and the Twitters, and the LinkedIn's, I think. I, we're not, I'm not on LinkedIn. Are you? Oh, okay. Uh, you are, no. but I don't think we are. I am. Yeah. So other than that, folks, we hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat podcast. Stay weird.